Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh, my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with Rotowire.com's football guru, John McKechnie. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football lineup. On In The Zone. Well, life on the farm is kind of laid back. Ain't much an old country boy like me can't have. Early to rise, early in the sack. John McKechnie, fantasy analyst from rotowire.com. On Twitter, you can find him at John's underscore tailgate. And if you have a pertinent start or sit question, I will fit a couple of those in in this segment. Text 50857. Afternoon, John. It is a heartbreak for us. Just pure heartbreak. Our O's did not win a single postseason game after all that baseball that we watched. And this is how it ends. I don't even know how to explain it. Right there, it was you know so cosmically brutal um, in the sense that the Orioles hadn't been swept since like May of 2022. So that means that they went the entire season uh, without getting swept. Uh, they picked a really good time uh, to to break that streak. Um, the, the Rangers did look just better overall. Um, you know, getting out of the the first game with, with the win really set up the Rangers well, and they they were relaxed after that and just kind of. Having already stolen home field advantage, we're able to just uh, key off uh, on the bad pitching that, that was thrown at them on, on Sunday, and then just you know they, the Orioles didn't have a prayer on uh, on Tuesday night. Um, it was just is a tough way to end the season. It's it's hard to like have the perspective of like oh it was such a success we were supposed to win seventy four games and they won a hundred like that's all well and good and I, I in the end I'll appreciate that but for now to get punked like that in the playoffs in front of everybody. Uh, that hurts. At least, uh, I suppose we're not the Dodgers, but that, that's about it. No, it's not that far off. They've just been, they just had this happen more times recently, yep. but yeah, it's, uh, it's rough. Well, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some NFL. We've got a lot of news to get to Devon Achan, Justin Jefferson, James Connor, Anthony Richardson are all on IR. The injuries are piling up, John. Um, I think we should just start com- by combing through how to manage all of this. So we'll start with the Vikings side. Is Jordan Addison an instant fantasy star, and is KJ Osborne an instant must-start kind of guy with Justin Jefferson on the shelf? So I, I think that we're about to see uh, both TJ Hawkinson and Jordan Addison really take on much bigger roles um, and be a lot more productive. I think Addison, the, the underlying numbers for him is, as far as the efficiency is concerned has been spectacular uh, to, to this point in the season. And we, we haven't seen him get fed necessarily just because, you know, obviously when you have Justin Jefferson, that's who you're going to. But I think Addison, talent-wise, is far and away the best receiver, not named Justin Jefferson, on that Vikings roster. And I think assuming that the ankle is okay, uh, for Sunday, going up against the Bears is a really uh, nice spot for him to kind of have his first uh, breakout performance. I will offer a bit of a, a word of warning on K.J. Osborne. I know he was a, a trendy pickup this week, 
um, as, as a streaming option and, you know, someone that uh, in theory, you know, should have the type of role that, that you know, m- moves him into the mainstream fantasy landscape. But where I jump off is he's not very good, and that's a problem. So, I, I mean, we're talking about a guy who, who, like, is averaging just over five yards a target this year. I'm sorry, six yards a target this year, but that's well below the, the baseline um, of the Vikings passing game. Uh, so, yes, he's pr- – like, there, there are certain – analytics and and important under the hood things to to keep an eye on like he's going to be running a lot of routes he's going to be getting a lot of snaps and and generally the expectation is when a guy has good marks in those areas logic stands that uh they're going to start to get more involved start to get more targets per route that type of thing i'm just not seeing it necessarily i think that things are really just going to be channeled uh to addison and to hawkinson and i think that osborne is going to play a really high amount of snaps and have really frustrating fantasy production on the back end. And and this time, as, as opposed to the, uh, the dud, dud weeks coming on your bench, they'll be coming in your starting lineup. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm out on that. Yeah, these sounds like your typical wide receiver three, a guy that will probably have a big game here and there, but not somebody that you're going to really feel comfortable starting week to week. Does Raheem Mostert become a fantasy star once again, or do you think that there's going to be a real split between him and Jeff Wilson? Who would you rather have at this point? I would have, rather have Mostert just because um, I think that his breakaway speed, uh, it's, it's almost unfair that, that A-Chan was on this Dolphins team, and it makes us forget a little bit um, just how explosive Mostert can be when, once he gets to the open field. So we have Mostert as RB12. For this week, so that that constitutes him being a running back one. So you know we're talking about a guy that was drafted in like the tenth, eleventh, maybe even twelfth round in in some spots. All of a sudden, being uh, a potential uh, running back one, that's huge profit potential there. He's already banked a, a few good weeks for you, and and now with Achan being on the sidelines for at least four weeks, um, as long as Mostert, who has durability concerns of his own, if he's upright, he is the Dolphins' running back to to go for. Um, going forward, you know, obviously he's going to be rostered everywhere, so DFS considerations and the like. Um, but certainly things really set up nicely for Mostert, especially this week uh, where, where the Dolphins are basically two touchdown favorites. Probably going to see a little bit more of the run game. Really like him this week. Wilson, I'm not totally sure yet because obviously he has experience in, in McDaniel's system, but he hasn't played yet this year. He's had that, that rib injury that has kept him out to this point. Um, so if you if you're looking for more of a, a sleeper candidate um, over this next month from the Dolphins backfield, I, I think Christopher Brooks, the, the rookie out of BYU by way of the University of California, is someone to keep an eye on as well. Yeah, there's a name you're not going to hear very often. That's good stuff. John McKechnie, <laughs> fantasy analyst from RotoWire.com, on with us here. Jameer Gibbs, not nearly the fantasy commodity that we thought he'd be. Is there still hope that he can be a fantasy star, or is David Montgomery simply too good at this point i think for for this year the ship is sailing for for gibbs i mean not only uh, has he gotten nicked up now um but the the role has been mostly uh frustrating it, it's clear that uh dan campbell does not care about our fantasy teams he, he's not a, as big of an offender as an arthur smith per se and he's certainly a lot more fun than, than arthur smith but um if you sunk a, a third round draft pick into jameer gibbs uh you are tilting, my friends, uh, and uh, you know, God, God forbid, if you also had like a Nick Chubb with one of your first two picks as well, then your, you know, your season might, might as well just be over. But uh, as as for Gibbs, even if he plays this week, Montgomery is the number one guy 
for for the Lions. They don't seem to have a ton of like pass catching function for for their backs either. So like what Gibbs is really good at right now um, isn't something that the Lions are overly interested in like getting a ton of action to because you have Amon Ross St. Brown running the shorter routes. You have Sam Laporta, the, the rookie tight end, um, doing extremely well with, with his work too. So it just the the calculus just doesn't really add up for for Gibbs um, having this you know excellent fantasy role. A lot of people were expecting him to catch seventy passes out of the gate. He's not going to be playing nearly enough to to come close to that and drawing targets on a per snap basis close enough uh, to to even remotely return value on what his draft day acquisition cost was. So um, I consider me dubious on, on Gibbs the re- the rest of the season. I think he has a talent to make me look stupid here, but Every sign for, from the Lions thus far this year points me uh, away from, from Gibbs for now. You know, I'm getting really tired of these teams drafting these college stars that we fall in love with that have these great athletic profiles, and they draft them onto teams that don't need their specific skill set. You mentioned mm-hmm. Arthur Smith. Kyle Pitts, they don't need him. Like He doesn't fit with what they're doing. They should just get a big, bruising, blocking tight end. That's all they need. John New Smith fits perfectly and then you have jameer gibbs well you don't really need to throw the ball uh intermediate because you got guys for that what are they doing <laughs> they're just they're taking these players so early and then just doing yeah we don't even really need that to be honest it, it yeah it is baffling um you know so someone i think it might have been uh pff sam put put it pretty well where where it's like D- dan campbell in august that this is a positionless offense you know the sky's the limit for jameer gibbs and and now we're gibbs is in uh, change of pace back territory. So that that's never a good sign if you, if you have fantasy interests on a certain player. Yeah. Um, would these be sneaky ads or daily fantasy plays? Keontae Ingram of the Cardinals, who's actually listed ahead of DeMarcado on the depth chart, or Deontay Foreman of the Bears, who might end up getting the start with their banged-up backfield. Are you interested? Because those guys are kind of out there. Are you interested in snatching any of them? Yes, so I went ahead and I, I grabbed Keontae Ingram uh, in in a couple of deeper leagues this week. I, I think that uh, De Mercado, uh, what he showed last week w- was enough to where like he should be on on our radars for for DFS and um, and for deeper season long leagues that type of thing. But I do believe that Ingram, especially with with a bit of a surprise that he's at the top of the depth chart um, as of yesterday, I think that that, that makes Ingram. Uh, certainly on the radar this week, although you have to look at it this way too because those two games have very different setups. The the Cardinals are seven-point underdogs on the road. We might be in a situation where they're not running the ball a ton, so we might get some frustrating uses there. Whereas uh, with Deontay Foreman, I think that game script sets up a little bit better for the Bears' backfield. And, you know, they obviously got so banged up uh, in Washington last week. Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, uh, Travis Homer, all those guys going down. We had to see Kari Blossom game uh, carry the ball a bunch of times last Thursday. So I think Foreman is a clear upgrade, and I think the role sets up well. And also you have the Bears at home as slight underdogs. Um, I think that this sets up a little bit better to where I'm, I'm taking Foreman over Ingram uh, this week. Are they both Texas guys? I'm pretty sure they're both Texas guys. Either way, um, yeah, I am. I'm going with with Foreman this week of those kind of fringy, um, you know, guys that are situationally uh, valuable at this point. Yeah, I uh, I do not remember Keontae Ingram from college, but Deontae Foreman definitely a Texas guy. Let's uh, let's go quick uh, pick here on the text line, Nico Collins or Calvin Ridley PPR. 
Um, it's still Ridley for me. Um, he, uh, he had a good matchup against Indianapolis in the first week of the season. They're at home. They haven't lost to Indianapolis at home since 2014. Um, I think this sets up pretty well for, for Ridley. Um, so I, I think he's safely like a wide receiver one this week, whereas Collins is like a, a strong wide receiver too. All right, John, you are also the college football betting guru over at rotowire.com. You've been red hot on this show. There's a great slate in front of us. Would you like to give us your college football bet of the week? I would. Um, you know, last week we, we we went big game hunting and we, we talked about the, the Texas OU game. We were on the right side of that one. Uh, this week, you know, why, why don't we stick with that? Uh, the best game this weekend is Oregon versus Washington out at Washington. I think these teams are about equal. Um, and and the, the line is such where that Washington's getting the the – you know, typical home field advantage, minus three uh, on the line. Give me Oregon. Um, I, I think that Bo, Bo Nix has a more complete team around him uh, than Washington. Oregon obviously going to have to worry about the, the pass when it comes to uh, Michael Penix. He has 19 passing touchdowns already. He's been unbelievable, total Heisman candidate. Um, but I think that Oregon has just enough to get it done in this spot. And then a little bit down, down the board, uh, Slightly too big of a number for, for Florida State, 17 and a half. I think that's the, that's the key part against Syracuse. I think Syracuse makes the game a bit of a slog and holds on to, to stay within that, that 17 and a half number. The latest injury news, daily fantasy advice and analysis. You can get it all across the sports landscape at rotowire.com. John McKechnie, you can find him there. I'm glad that we could get through that therapy session at the front end with the, uh, with the Orioles. You enjoy the football tonight and this weekend, my friend. Indeed. I look forward to your pictures of uh, your full English breakfast on Sunday watching the Ravens game. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, your texts and talkbacks coming up next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.